Hello. I'm Randy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes, a true crime podcast. <laughs> okay, so this is part three of the story of Daria Nikolaevna Saltikova. Daria. Daria. What a woman. So the when we left off in the last episode, um, Catherine the Great of Russia is taking a personal interest in the enormous amount of murders that have taken place at the Saltikova estates by the lovely Madame Daria. So because that she is taking this personal interest in it, the investigations are extremely thorough. I was really impressed by the amount of eyewitness testimonies that they gathered and the actual physical evidence that they found. It was really interesting. Go them. I know, right? So the information that I looked at about the investigation said that hundreds of people were interviewed about the events that transpired over the years at both estates. Um, And it was just really cool that everyone was so willing to come forward and talk about it. I think that they were so willing um, because two serfs had brought this finally to the empress of Russia. And she personally was like, yeah, let's go look into this. And that's like, I mean, if a serf is willing to risk their life, you know, to Mm -hmm. do that, that's you might want to take notice. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And I really do think that that prompted everyone to say, you know what? I'm going to talk. I'm Mm -hmm. done. I'm done with this. This has gone on for six years. Hundreds of like over a hundred people have, have died because of this is just really bad. Um, And the other really cool thing is that the peasants' stories, they all matched each other. Mm -hmm. They all were coincided. Everybody corroborated evidence and information. And so it was like a super easy investigation Um, in terms of cooperation. Like everybody was just telling the investigators everything. And all of the stories were extremely consistent. Unfortunately, um, the investigators could only find enough evidence for the murder of 38 people. So... They had physical evidence to actually find her guilty of those murders, uh-huh. but not enough for the other hundred people. Right, right. Um, so they did find her guilty of around 100 less murders than she actually committed. And they also found her guilty on suspicion of murder of 26 more people. And I'm just assuming that that means they didn't have the physical evidence, but there was enough eyewitness testimony to actually prove that these murders did take place, uh-huh. but that they just couldn't prove it. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming that's what that um, accusation means. So the whole time that this was happening and the the um, the trial lasted, the whole investigation lasted for like six years. It was a really long process. Dang. Um, yeah. Because I mean, like, they where was she this whole time? In prison. Oh, good. Yeah. So she was she was locked up at this point. They were holding her. Um, and. That was, I, I'm assuming the investigation took such a long time because they had to do all of this. They had to investigate foot. six years worth of yeah, stuff. So. Exactly, exactly. And the and the steam engine wasn't a thing yet, so the only way to travel was on horseback. So mm-hmm. you had to, it took a long time to get all of that information. Um, so while Daria was hanging out in prison, she kept on claiming that she was innocent, which made Catherine really nervous because she was putting this noble woman on trial for murdering people uh-huh. who were considered property. You better property. be getting it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Catherine was also um, a huge advocate against torture. Uh-huh. Um, and some of her letters that she sent out during the trial said a little bit differently. So Catherine had even outlawed the death penalty in Russia at this time. That's like, she was such a huge advocate for like, for prisoners and she didn't want to, to physically torture them. 
Um, mentally is another thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, during one of the letters that she exchanged with the prison commissioners um, during this whole process, um, it said, quote, explain to Saltakova that the testimonies and facts of this of the case mean that official torture will have to be performed if, frankly, she does not confess to her involvement in the crimes, end quote. So Catherine was so desperate that she was like, saying they were going to torture this woman and even though she was so against it obviously this was mostly just a scare tactic and yeah. nobody was tortured or maimed or anything and she just used that to maybe make Daria confess but she never did despite all of the scary things that were happening and Catherine even made the guards take Daria to a torture chamber that they had made and say this is what we're going to do to you if you don't confess to all these crimes Ugh. Which I'm not really sure why they wanted to even squeeze out a confession because she was obviously guilty of all of these things. Yeah, so, just chill. Let, yeah. it, let it play its course. <laughs> right. And I don't know what the trial process was like in Russia at this time. But if it was now, it would be pretty easy to prosecute. I mean, the evidence is insurmountable and you couldn't possibly find her anything else other than guilty. Because her mental state, while she had a little bit of you know sociopathic tendencies, that's not enough to actually find a mental health conviction. Like, she cannot be tried as a mental health patient. It's just not going to happen. So um, the verdict of the trial came out on October 2nd, 1768. Um, and Catherine stated Daria didn't deserve to be called a human being and was guilty of crimes um, investigated by the police. This verdict meant Daria was stripped of all of her titles and would be led to a scaffold in Moscow Square, read her sentence, and then be placed underground for the rest of her natural life. Underground? Yeah, in an underground prison. So oh. we'll get into that too. Um, so like I said before, death penalty, not legal. So basically she would live no matter what her conviction was. Um, Catherine did, however, use her as an example um, to the nobility for what the future of Russia looked like. So the Enlightenment was entering into politics and Catherine would no longer tolerate the ill treatment of the peasant class. She even invited members of the nobility to watch Daria's sentencing and see her being sent to prison as... Proof that she was changing politics in Russia mm -hmm. and she was making it more inclusive for these people that had been living on this land forever. And the advancements. Yeah, this is like a political move for her. Exactly. Yeah. And the advancements that we see in later um, in later years were very significant. So if we move into the 1800s, the serfdom is totally different. And it's this. This is like the the beginning of the Enlightenment, and it's starting. Well, that to makes like, sense then. Why she was so you know wanting a confession so badly is right. She was trying to like get this reform going, and mm -hmm. she didn't want to wait six years. Right. Exactly. Um, so on October 2nd, Daria was brought to the Red Square and tied to the scaffold. A sign was placed around her neck, which read "The Tormentor and the Murderer." Daria. I the know. tormentor. Daria, the tormentor. The Russian tormentor. Um, hundreds of people gathered to stare at her, and after about an hour out in the snow, um, she was taken away in shackles to a prison cell underground called the Repentance Cell. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, so she did not suffer a very violent punishment, but she was completely isolated. She was put into a cell underground without a window, and she lived in complete darkness for 11 years. <gasps> Yeah, isn't that horrible? That's awful. That's torture in itself. I just that's think that's torture. That's a form yeah. of torture. Um, so the only light source she had was from a candle at mealtimes, and she only connected with people when she was allowed to stand under a ventilation tent. Well, tent vent, sorry, um, which led up into a tunnel into the main part of a church, so that she could participate in the Sunday liturgy. So. Yeah, I mean, she's terrible, but no one deserves to do that. I know. That's awful. I, I know, and I um. 
I know that there have been some studies done on isolation in current prisons and on how solitary, that, yeah, on yeah. solitary confinement and how that affects prisoners. Well, it's used for punishment. Yeah, it's a it is a form of torture. It may not be a physical torture like where you're pulling out people's fingernails, but psychologically that can mess with your head to be in complete darkness Mm -hmm. for 11 years not be able to see or talk to anyone not to mention she has this extreme level of sociopathy that people don't understand yet so how is she even processing all of this this stuff that's happening to her um so i can only imagine what's going on so did she die after 11 years or they just moved her somewhere else yeah so they moved her somewhere else so after the 11 year period she was moved up to a cell with a single window um passersby said she growled and spit at them which just sort of like reinstated in everyone's mind that she's freaking insane well you put someone in a dark room for 11 years they might they'd come out a little weird yeah yeah um (laughs) I also found this really interesting. She is said to have possibly had an affair with one of the guards at the prison and had given birth to a child when she was 50. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I personally, if I was a dude, wouldn't really take any sort of interest in that. But, you know. That's pretty old to have a baby for that time period. I know. And she did. Shouldn't she be, like, dying? (laughs) Yeah, right. She did. She's, like, elderly then for that time. Yeah, she, she died about like five years after that. Uh-huh. Um, the rumors aren't confirmed. I just read that in one of the sources I mm-hmm. found, and I thought it was interesting. Juicy, yeah. Some, some, you know, some more gossip to talk about. The surfs <laughs> talking about it. Um, so Daria spent 33 years in prison and died on November 27th, 1801. This is also the year that her son died. Don't forget, she oh. did have a son. <laughs> oh yeah, where is he? Yeah, what's he I doing? I don't know what happened. Does he to him. run the estate when she dies? I'm assuming that's what happened, and eventually it would be he would die the same year, which I thought was really interesting too. Um, so she Daria eventually received her own mo- moniker, um, which I'm gonna also probably say wrong, <laughs> but um, Salta Chikava, I think, or Chica. It's like it looks like Salty Chica. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it. Salty Chica. Salty Chica, which makes sense. Um, <laughs> She's one salty Chica. Yeah, one salty Chica. Um, it doesn't really mean anything, but it completely defiled her noble last name. Mm-hmm. So going full circle all the way back to when I talked about the importance of Russian names and their three parts. Right. The last name was the, one of the most important. She was attached to that family. She was a part of it. She was a noble person. It gave her her rank and position. So the fact that she is being called this salty weird chica. salty chica, which completely <laughs> it, it like gets rid of her place in the so Russian nobility. So it doesn't nobility. have a meaning. They just no. like messed up her last name to offend yeah. her. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. So also according to one of my sources, this name probably originated among the peasant class in Russia. Since the rich people didn't really give out nicknames um, like this unless out of affection. So it was probably the serfs that defiled her name mm-hmm. and, you know, completely destroyed her upstanding position that she used to have. Not that she didn't do that on her own by killing 147 <laughs> yeah. people, but whatever. Um, so, yeah. So uh, the other interesting fact about her name is that it actually appeared in the introduction to War and Peace, which is the famous Because she like, knew Tolstoy the family, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so she knew the Tolstoys before Leo Tolstoy was born. He um, wrote a lot of his books in the 19th century, so a century later. Um, but 
I just think it's really interesting that she, her name, her manipulated, defiled name is the one that sort of like lasted throughout all of that time period. Nice. Um, so I think that's really cool because she doesn't deserve to be noble anymore. Um, I also stumbled upon another interesting thing while I was looking up information. Um, as we all know, Daria was a really religious person. She went to church all the time. So why did she not like take to heart the love preached by Jesus and his apostles? Because the Russian Orthodox Church is um, is basically the Catholic Church with a few differences. Um, so apparently at this time, the Russian Orthodox Church never included the plight of the serfs in their liturgies. They never talked about them. They purposely avoided the topic. Pastoral guides during this time period didn't mention the peasants at all in Russia. Um, Richard Pipes, who is a Russian historian, and he actually he actually passed away earlier this year, which his books are really cool. He, huh. um, so if you want to read any of them, they're really interesting. Um, he said, uh, and I quote, no branch of Christianity has shown such callous indifference to social and political injustice, end quote. And he's talking about the Russian Orthodox Church at this specific time period. Um, so at, it wasn't like against her religion. No, because nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody just ignored the serfs. It was like they were just this background noise to the actual events that were happening in Russia. Um, It's clear to me that Daria um, had some uh, sociopathic tendencies and that caused her to lose control of her emotions. She thought of herself as a superior being that was just better than people. And, you know, I mean, they were just cleaning her house. That was who those people were. They were just like extras Mm -hmm. to her lifestyle. Um, so when someone did something wrong in her eyes, she may have thought that she was ridding the world of people who weren't even really human. They were just like props. So she had that going for her. And then her church didn't even talk about them. And she was so devoted to it. So it was just a mess. Um, so I can kind of understand where where Daria's life kind of went wrong and yeah. how she ended up beating and torturing all of these people. But yeah, so Russian serial killers are nuts. Ancient history serial killers <laughs> killed way too many people and got away with it. Um, but yeah, so there you go. There's the story of our lovely Russian tormentor. And yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. I thought she was pretty crazy. Interesting. I know. Um, so yeah, there you go. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.